Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast, hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning and Stark CrossFit. This podcast is dedicated to CrossFit, nutrition, weightlifting, powerlifting, and helping you to become better than yesterday. To find out more about Stark Strength and Conditioning, check out our website at www.starkstrength.com. Roly poly oly. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Uh, we got Ben here back in studio after his ban has been lifted from being on podcasts. <laughs> so don't mess anything up today, Ben. <laughs> I got in trouble for mouthing off so much last time. Yeah. You got to put that mic closer to you. Like put it in, <laughs> your, put it in your mouth while you're talking <laughs> all the way in. I it. would love... Th- I can see why Joe Rogan records the videos of these. Yeah. They... Yeah. If you don't see it, sometimes you can miss the little things, but... Supposedly more people watch podcasts than they actually listen to them. them. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. I don't... I don't know. I listen to them when I'm driving and stuff like that. I do not... uh, Yeah. I don't sit and watch podcasts. No. No, it never happens. No. But in theory, you could. Yeah. And I meant to say, before we started the last one, I appreciate you you waited till I was finished yawning because... Uh, that can be the worst thing when someone wants to start talking to you and you're in the middle of a yawn. <laughs> like, uh-oh, wait a minute. It just makes it sound like that you're deep in thought. <laughs> yeah, or it makes it sound like you're actually thinking about it, which we don't want anybody to think I'm thinking too much. No. You know? We've sort of given up on, like, having a list of things to, like, try to hit, and now it's just like... Oh, yeah, right. no, I remember back in the day, we'd, like, cover a whiteboard with all the stuff we wanted to go over. Yep. We'd, like, we'd, re- we'd spend, like, an hour recording it. We'd stop recording and be like, oh my God, we missed like half the things on this board still. Yeah. And it still took an hour. But free-flowing is good too. It's like yeah. wearing boxers to work out in, <laughs> which isn't which isn't a good idea. Very free-flowing though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. I remember one workout where I like didn't bring compression underwear and I was like using just like boxers under my, you know, Reebok shorts and that. And then it was like box jump over, box burpee box jump overs and it's like every time you're like slamming into the ground things are not like where they should be it's like the most awkward oh god awkward workout and then there was another time i was out at birds hill park doing like a a loop of the park this was years ago and ended up i didn't bring like compression shorts or anything so i just ran in a pair of shorts and boxers and it's just that was like the worst run i've ever had yeah just getting slapped around and <laughs> literally that's yeah. not fun at all no no and then you got like your pants on top of that or whipping it around and it's <laughs> that's just a compounding issue yeah exactly so it's like you think people are like cheering you on and you're looking around and it's like nobody's <laughs> here it's just me <laughs> Oh, I'm sure all the ladies were cheering you on. There was I nobody. Sure there was lots of guys. Cheering you on too, there was nobody out there. <laughs> it was pretty dead. Anyways, hot summer day. Nobody's at the park. From? And I'm just like, yeah. It wasn't an event. Oh, it was yeah, gosh. just a just a run. I'm gonna get banned again, aren't I? Yep. It's <laughs> like first podcast back and yep. never again. It's like thanks for coming, open. <laughs> thanks. See you never. Yeah. So. Um, this, this podcast came up sort of because, uh, I dropped in here the other day was after the Saturday workout and Ben was in here by himself sweating, just like laying a beating on himself. (laughs) What are you laughing at? It was, he was on the gym floor. I didn't walk into the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. I was was in here working hard. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. I was red in the face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
So anyways, I don't know how we got on the topic, but it was like we were talking about training and longevity. Yeah, I never know and how we get into these rants, but like nope. anytime you and I are alone in a room for more than a couple minutes, the sexual tension just <laughs> steeps until I break out into a rant and then... Yeah. Good things usually happen. Then we're like, oh, man, we should have had a microphone running. Exactly. And that's that's kind of what happened on Saturday. We were like, hey, we should be we should be, you know, podcasting this thing. But uh, so we ended up deciding uh, that we we're going to just sit down today and chat and um, yeah, and carry on with that conversation. And I don't exactly remember where we were going with it, but it was just I don't even remember how it started. Like, I don't even no. remember what exactly prompted it. No, but um like I said, that's kind of just what happens when Paul and I are in a room. You just yep. kind of end up like talking about random stuff and talking about our hopes and dreams and yeah, and secrets, opinions, and <laughs> secrets, yeah. all the deepest, darkest yeah. secrets. That usually ends up in a pillow fight, and then we get back to work. <laughs> and whoops, yeah, there goes. The I spoon. spilled the spoon from the other side of the desk. <laughs> there somehow. goes the spoon. No more spooning. <laughs> so, so yeah. So anyway, uh oh. No, let's ignore that. It's probably Google. Can you not see we're trying to podcast right now? Random caller? Google calls every day multiple times a day to remind us that our Google listing is not active. So we end up trying to, uh, well, yeah, they, they just keep calling and it's pretty great. warning us. It's not actually Google. It's a, I, I said yes to it one time and it was like someone <laughs> trying to sell hour. me, trying to sell me on like Google products or like search, search like, engine optimization. your credit card number. It's like, oh, they, hang on a they second. They didn't say that first. I talked okay. to them for quite a while and then oh, uh, I was like, well, you know, is this legit or not or whatever? And then the, the phone, it sounded like it got disconnected and this guy <laughs> on the other end is like, Oh, mate, I almost had his credit card number. And I was like, oh, no, you didn't, buddy. <laughs> so I'm just standing there listening to it going, all right, well, it's a, yeah, it's a scam. So you can't even so, yeah. answer your phone anymore to to people because, yeah, you don't know if it's legit or not. No, there's no privacy anymore, man. No. Anybody can get anybody's number. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah. We, I don't even, like I said, I can't even remember what, like, prompted it, but um, kind of the main idea that we, we kept coming back to is just... You know, this analogy that I kind of came up with at one point that was like, you know, if you had one car for the entirety of your life, and if that car breaks down and doesn't start again, you die, would you not take pretty good care of that car? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you would, right? Yeah. People I, pay... I wouldn't drive it like you drive your truck. <laughs> <laughs> you see me do donuts in the parking lot the other day so I could turn around and catch up with Victor? No. I had a personal training client who was doing laps, and it was like not warm out. It was raining, and I had to coach that afternoon, so I didn't want to like get mud all over myself. So I'd hop into my truck and like just do a donut to turn the truck around and go chase him. It was it was a blast. I was like playing Bon Jovi so loud, my speakers were cracking. Oh, anyway, yeah. anyways. Um, so yeah, coming back to this idea that you know your body is that one car, right? Like this is yeah. all we got. We got one body, and the, you know as far as we know that this is kind of our only chance to. Uh, to do anything with it. Like you don't really get to restart at some point if you realize, oh man, it's it's too late. I want to start getting in shape now that I'm all broken and or buy a new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't buy a new one. You trade can't it in. sell lease. it in, trade it in for another one. It's not yeah. a lease. It's not like it's you're committed to this thing for life. Yeah. So it's like, you know, with that in mind, um, I think even for, you know, someone who's younger like myself, like I'm, I'm only 22, but, you know, for me to try to understand that I got to live, you know, just hopefully the next pup. 200 years in this body. Yeah. Uh, 200? 
Might be stretching it a little, but... <laughs> I mean, like, even if you live to 80, like, that's, yeah. you know, 60 more years. And, you know, there's, there's stuff that even I still haven't, like, really figured out yet, you know? Like, there's still mobility stuff that I need to be doing more of. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm still... I still need to take care of my body better. But, you know, at least I'm in the process of, like, being a little bit more in touch with it and stuff. And I think a lot of people, like... I forget who it was. I think it was Tim Ferriss or something. It was, like... Um, a lot of people have the check engine light on their body on yeah. and just refuse to get it checked. <laughs> just put a piece right? of uh, electrical tape over it yeah, and just keep exactly. driving. And then they just keep driving until yeah. they end up at a hospital, right? And it's like, yeah. well, you know, the mechanic shop is not the only place to work on your vehicle, right? Yeah. Like if there's a weird noise going on, like take a look and see what's going on rather than just waiting until it blows up into a million pieces and then being like, oh, hey, someone help. Like, and a lot of times it becomes, it's too late by the time you bring it to the mechanic in real life, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's pretty people, expensive too. <laughs> people typically wait until the very last minute till they're injured, till something's going on so wrong that they have to go and get it looked at. And I know sometimes athletes are really bad for that. And I don't know if it has anything to do with like insurance, like coverage or anything like that. Because if you're going for body work, it can be pretty expensive. Like physiotherapy is 70 bucks a pop. You can go and get Easily, like, yeah, yeah uh, chiropractic adjustments, I think are about like $55. I know the, the province will supplement it by like 12 bucks or something like that. Um, but still, like if you have a chiropractor that spends two minutes on you, first of all, go get another chiropractor. You need someone who's going to like listen to you and talk to you and help you work through stuff. Take x-rays. Yeah. Yeah. Not every day. But crack your back and just piece you out on the table. (laughs) But crack uh, his neck and he stopped moving. That's interesting. No, I, you know what? I, I do love chiropractic, but the right chiropractors. So, um, it's just like CrossFit, right? Yeah, coaches, right therapists, whatever. It's yeah. the same. Like you got to find someone good that's going to listen to you and Real pay attention cool to you. Industry, unfortunately. Yeah, but uh, no, I totally think you're you're right about that. We do have one body, and you know, not everyone takes as good a care of it as they should. Yeah, the crazy thing to me is just like, you know, the amount of money that people spend on cars and like the vehicles that we use to transport our bodies around, or even like bicycles. You know, people will like drop five hundred dollars on a bicycle and then be like oh, man, Whole Foods are too expensive. Like, I'd rather just buy ramen noodles and gummy bears. I'm like, so you're spending, you know, whatever, 400 bucks a month on your car rental, and then, you know, you bought this $500 mountain bike, but then your actual body that you're using to, like, move around once you're off of those things, you're like, oh, no, it's now it's too much money. Yeah. Like, it seems totally butt-backwards to me. Yeah. I, I've seen people get fitter, healthier, stronger, even starting off like as an older adult. Um, and they have never been active throughout their lives, fairly sedentary, you know, went to, went to university, got a really good job, really well-paying job, sat behind a desk for like 40 years. And now it's like, including the, you know, four or five years of sitting on a desk in school at least. Yeah. And then it's like, holy shit, like I can't do anything. I can't golf because I don't have any rotation in my spine. My shoulders are concrete because I've just been sitting at a desk and over a computer for the past, you know, 40 years. And, and you it's know, it's the, the scary thing is it's not even really their faults. Like, it's kind of what we're taught. Like, when we're kids, yeah. we want to jump around and run around and play and stuff, right? Like, any two-year-old or three-year-old that's healthy, it's, like, impossible to get them to sit down, right? Yeah. 
Like, like I'm sure Paul, of course, knows no two-year-old wants to go to bed, right? Like they want to keep oh, moving no. until like the bitter end, right? Yeah. Like, until their body is shutting down and forcing them to stop moving. Yeah. They just want to keep moving. Yeah. Lexa and goes until she's tired and like she's tripping and falling into stuff. And it's like, kid, <laughs> like, like you need kid. sleep. He's like, I'm not tired. You like <laughs> lay her down. Boom. She's out. Yeah. And, you know, it's like. Then we almost have the opposite problem as grown-ups because we, you know, grow up in the society that, like, go to school, sit down, listen to your teacher, and be quiet. And, you know, we, we turn into these kind of robots that we're just, like, all we do is sit down and not talk. And it's, like, you take away so much of what makes you human when you do that. Like, people are so quick to disconnect the mind from the body. And they're like, oh, your mind is really all that matters. Like a body is just vain and it's, you know, it's almost like there's a negative context to caring about your body. And people are like, oh, it's more important. It's what's on the inside that counts. And it's, you know, you're, you, it's more about being intelligent and stuff. And it's like, that's not separate from, uh, from your physical capacity too. Like people exploring, uh, you know, the real depths of kinesiology and uh, learning more about their body and exercise those people are going to become smarter, more intelligent people too. You know, when you grow your body, you grow the mind as well. And, you know, even with kids, like, you see a huge mental change when they go from, like, walking or, like, crawling, barely able to move, to being able to walk and run. Like, they become almost totally different people, right? Like, there's a huge mental evolution that comes with that. And it's the same with people, right? Like, people their whole lives might be scared about running a mile, right? They're like, oh, a mile's too far. Like, I can't run it. They run that mile, and all of a sudden, it's like they're, they're a transformed person because now they have that confidence that they grew from doing that. Or, you know, deadlifting a certain weight or doing a pull-up, yeah. right? And they carry themselves differently, and it, like, it just happens all the way through life. And at some point, if you stop that, it's really hard to kind of keep growing as a person, you know? Yeah. There's, you don't have to start running that mile either. I, someone just getting off the couch you tell them to go run a mile and they're not you know they might actually get crushed by yeah, that and it might be worse for them too yeah but you know we've had when mikey started here i remember one of his uh shout out to mikey cruz yeah Zaddy. One, one of his uh one of his first workouts here we were doing like uh at the old gym it was like a 200 meter run around the parking lot and uh he he like walked it and sort of jogged and stuff and this lasted for like I don't know, over a month, maybe a couple months or so. And uh, he was carrying some extra weight. And then uh, I remember the, the day that he came in, he's like, hey, coach, I ran 200 meters without stopping. And it was like, holy shit, Mikey, that's awesome. Like, yeah, that's, that was... And that's a mental evolution, right? And now yeah. he, like, runs the mile in warm-up. Yeah. You know, like, he's a savage. And uh, we, we did one workout. It was... Um, it was five rounds of 800 meter run with a one to one work rest ratio, and uh, that was like a horrible but fun workout. People, I remember when it's a people tough workout even for people who like running. Yeah, <laughs> well, either either way, it's like you're you're pushing yourself on the 800 meter, yeah. so it's self limiting, yeah. and then uh, you rest the the same amount of time that you ran. So yeah, it was. Uh, I remember him doing that workout, and he like came it came in and he was like I ran all 800 meters of it and what whoever was coaching the class is like standing there with the whiteboard marking down times and that because the goal is to be consistent for it not like go out like a bat out of hell and like peak for like your first run like George might think or <laughs> suggest you peak for that first one and then like not just downhill names, George. yeah <laughs> just go downhill for the rest of it but uh yeah it's it's a huge confidence builder yeah, no, I think it's your physical evolution is something that we really undervalue as a society. And I think uh, 
you can miss out on so much by just not being in tune with your body at all. You know, like you don't necessarily have to be doing anything too crazy. Like you said, even if it's just, you know, oh, I know a 200 meter run is challenging for me. I want to try and run 200 meters without stopping. Like just some sort of small goal to give you something to work towards, I think is huge. Sorry if I'm freaking you out, Ben. I'm standing up. I am just sweating up here. Like, it is warm in here. My He's, like, shaking his hips side to side. <laughs> I was like, I'm just trying like, to distract me. I've been, <laughs> been sitting sitting up here all day, jumped in at the 930 class, and then, like, been sitting up here, and it's, like, it's pretty freaking hot. And all I can think about is my little nephew, Riker, saying, it's hot as balls in here. <laughs> but anyway. Only someone in your family would say that when they're <laughs> yeah, that age. Yeah, no kidding. It's, like, four years old. Yeah. Oh, Alexa says in the nuts when she kicks people. <laughs> yeah, in the nuts. She's two? Yep. Yeah, uh, three, almost three. Almost three? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. She's growing up I remember up when fast. you brought that little nugget into the Stark 1.0 on the way back from the hospital. Yeah, it was pretty close. It was like, yeah, I think we were Within home. A hours. The first day we were home, Lori was so tired. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I had to go out shopping. And so I went out and I took her and people were like, <laughs> what are you doing? How old is she? I'm like three days. And she's like, where's the mother? I'm like at home sleeping. <laughs> she needs a little break. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I'm like, yeah. I can handle this. I think, yeah. but no, it's yeah. Kids are nuts. I think with, um, you know, the mobility aspect that you had brought up, that is something that is so important and it doesn't mean people have to do hours of mobility a day, but if you just do some of it consistently, even if you do five minutes a day, I'm working with Ken here, one of my personal training clients. Uh, he's in his 70s, awesome guy. Had the pleasure of working with him and his wife, Pat, 15 years ago, and they made a comeback now, which is super cool. But we got to work on some stuff, getting getting moving again. And um, he, he cannot, standing, put a PVC pipe out over his head and lock his arms out and have the PVC pipe like in an overhead squat position. I can't get him to squat with it because it just wouldn't go well. But I even just holding that PVC pipe overhead doesn't go well. And we spent, um, Pat was away. She was went to the dentist. So Ken and I did our session last Thursday morning. And we spent the first 30 minutes just doing a, a warm-up and then a dynamic warm-up and then mobility work. And we were able to get him to the point where he was just standing up, arms locked out, PVC pipe behind the back of his head. Like, yeah, looked great. And... Um, and it, it took a while, and he was excited yeah, the, about it. The main thing for but, people is they also need to understand that it is, like, it's a long process. Yeah. The the need for, like, instant gratification is probably the biggest thing that people will have to face, is that you got to understand that, you know, you're on this thing for the long haul. So you can't be, like, going for a run and looking straight down to the ground and going, oh, man, I only got one more foot. Oh, I only got one more foot. Oh, I only got one more foot. Like, you got to look ahead, and you got to look around and see where you're actually going. And, and that's huge, I think. Once people can look like that, it, things tend to click. And it's, it's not specific to any individual, you know? Like, people yeah. that seem kind of unassuming and maybe a little shy, if they're looking in the right direction, like, they can go anywhere they want. You know, Mikey's, like, one of those guys, right? That, yeah. like, didn't talk a lot, was, like didn't, you know, set super high expectations for himself, but he, for a long time, had that long-term goal vision, right? That's why he's stuck to it for so long. Yeah. Um, we've got Robert, too, who joined up more recently. I think it was in January, maybe? Um, yeah, he's he's real. He's the real deal. Someone he, must have done a really good job on his base camp. Yeah, yeah. He's been, he's been crushing it, and it was really cool to see him... Uh, 
see him come in and he, he said like, I'm retiring in nine years and I want to be a hell of a lot fitter and healthier than I am right now. And yeah, perfect example of someone who has, who yeah. has the, uh, you know, farsightedness to go yeah. today. I can't do this and that's okay. Yeah. I'm going to find what I have to do today, but I know that this is something I need to work on. But every day just like comes in, he crushes workouts. He does the best he can with where he's at and he's oh, constantly yeah. getting better. You like, can tell he's giving her every time. It's yeah. Awesome. And, uh, he'll like send me, send me text messages, pictures of the scale of like just the weight that's like falling off him and stuff. And he's like, Hey, I haven't seen this in like decades. I haven't seen this number in decades. And it's like so cool to see. Like I, and you can tell he's enjoying it too. You know, like he gets along with the people around here and you know, having a community that supports you is, is another huge thing. Makes it a lot easier to enjoy like the day to day stuff. Yeah. But, you know, to, to be able to, to make those gains and to, to see progress, like you've got to take that first step and, and doesn't matter, you know, to me, it doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're going to get some benefit from it. If you're going to get healthier, um, obviously I think, you know, CrossFit is the best way to go. And I love it because it is so well-rounded. I feel like, you know, my health and fitness over the years, like I can go out and pretty much do anything that I want now and not have any limitations or restrictions. And, uh, you know, I'm almost 40 and I'm still seeing, still seeing gains with it, which is awesome. I'm not training as much as I used to. Still beat all but one of the 20 year olds in your gym in the open. Yeah. (laughs) All but one. All but one. Um, but yeah, it's still, um, it's still really cool to see that, you know, you can still progress and I'm, probably training now less than I ever have. And, uh, I still feel great. I still feel like I'm, you know, up to, up to doing any of the workouts here and even outside of here. So I was helping a buddy yesterday with some, uh, concrete work at home. And he was like, just saying how destroyed he is. And it's my buddy, Kevin, who is an Olympic rower. <laughs> and Shout out to Kev. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, man, I am like he said, I'm destroyed from this. And uh, he said, I'd be way more tired if, if you didn't come and help. Kevin was a legit athlete too, like yeah. being rower. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, just still, you know, just still here plugging along, trying to get in my, my daily workout with the class and stuff. And it's just so cool to see that, you know, how much further ahead than the general population we are because we do this stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. It's the kind of stuff that can, that can last far further into the future than we can really see. You know, at any given time, especially like for people who are just getting started, uh, you know, you got to keep that that long term uh, thought process as part of your day to day thing. You know, like you got to remember that it's not about necessarily gratification today. It's like, you know, in 10 years from now, you know, you, do you want to be better than you are right now? Because, you know, when there's people that are like, you know, in their mid 30s that can like barely stand up without putting their hands on their knees. I'm like, yeah. hey, what are you going to be like when you're, you know, 20 years older than this? Yeah. You need to like to lift some weights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you don't just go from you need like, to squat. You don't go from squatting three hundred pounds to not being able to stand up off the toilet in a couple of days, right? Right. So it's not like you can. It's not like you can totally stop the process of aging, right? Like it'll happen, but you can definitely set yourself way further ahead by doing the right things. You know, and setting yourself up to have a high ceiling before you start. You know, when things start, you get to a point where you feel like you've peaked whatever, you can at least try to maintain that for a lot longer than a lot of people that didn't even try in the first place, you know? I don't want to be one of those people that's just laying in a bed for the last, you know, 20 years of my life just waiting to die. Having someone wipe your ass for you. Yeah, like that's not a fun way to finish it off. No, definitely not. And, uh, yeah, I think that, 
everyone that I know and that I've seen that is, uh, I'm just getting a call from my wife right now. Sorry, Lori, I'm not going to take this. <laughs> but She's going to be listening to this going, I wondered yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, was he with Ben again? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, people who do exercise, I find they look so much younger than their chronological age. They Um, act younger. Like, you know, they have more energy, their, their faces even like you can tell by somebody's face if they work out because they have like this huge range of expressions. Whereas like the people who sit at a desk all day, it's like their faces are literally (laughs) stuck like that. Just like their bodies. when they like smile, it's like yeah. you can see like cracking and you know things pop and stuff, and they're kind of like I haven't made a different facial uh, expression in a really long time. Yeah, you know it's like it, you can you can almost instantly see it just by the way someone talks. Like, do they talk with their hands? Do they move with their whole body? Do they like uh, look around? You know, it, like everything about a person changes. You know, when they're part of that kind of process, and it, it that can happen at literally any age. I think. Yeah, I think it's. It can be reversed, I think, to some degree. If you don't exercise most of your life and then, like, you start doing stuff, you'll see people's faces changing. Like, oh, Mike, yeah. Mikey sent me a picture of his... Um, we, we got a new software system here at the gym, so I took all new photos of people. So he ended up sending me the picture of the, the one we had in Pike 13 versus the new one that I took. And the side by side of his face, I'm like, two different guys. You're like, your face is half the size as yeah. <laughs> what it used to be. Yeah, like it was just crazy. Like the, when he smiles now, you know, yeah. like his, his whole face moves. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It's more animated and yeah. yeah, much more animated, you know, like walks around, like has fun. Like it's clearly like into more confidence. what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it, it doesn't matter. I think, you know, I, I've, done a bunch of different sports done triathlon running swimming mountain biking like everything and everyone that i know that bull riding yeah no i haven't done bull riding not yet not yet but uh for your yeah. 40th birthday <laughs> exactly bull riding yeah we're going to austin yeah <laughs> but um yeah it's just everyone that i know they seem so much younger than they are like they're they're yeah actual age and uh i was at uh I was at the Count's birthday party. She turned forty. One of our the so Count. One of our, our staff shout here out, at Stark. Shout out to Cog and the Count. Yeah. And uh is there on Saturday with Lori and Lexa and we we're just like, you know, didn't really know anyone there, so we were talking to people and there's this one guy, James, that uh that I met and was chatting with and uh He's like, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? And I'm like, I'll be thirty nine in August and he's <laughs> like, Really? And I said, Yeah. <laughs> and I said why do you ask? And he's like, because I thought you were like 10 years younger than that, like 28. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I know. It's like I said, people, people can sense it like very quickly. Like, do you have that, you know, the youthful energy and stuff? And it's like, are you still, you know, growing as a person? You know, that's a huge thing. Like, are you still striving for excellence? And like, rather than settling for, oh, this is just who I am now. Cause then eventually that, like, if you stay the same, you're just going to go backwards. Yeah. Right. If you're not looking for ways to improve in one way or another, and I mean, like, you know, that's the kind of stuff you can do forever. You know, like even Kathy Hawcroft, like, got three kipping pull-ups for the first time. Yeah. You know, she's not like 22 anymore. She's like 63. Yeah. So yeah. like a little bit older than that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. It's crazy that she's you know even at 
her training age. Yeah. You know, it's not even like she just started training yesterday. Like no. she's been doing this stuff for years. Yeah. And even at in her sixties, she's still like getting personal records and doing things she's never done before. Because yeah. it's not necessarily just about getting stronger, fitter, and better looking. Some of it's technical stuff, you know? She learned yep. how to get a really good beat swing into her pull-up and got some pull-ups and then got, you know, like that's huge. And then she rode that high for a long time and now she's trying other new stuff. And and that's huge, you yep. know? You can just tell people that are in that headspace of like still improving, still looking to, you know, grow as a person. No, I agree with that. Kathy's awesome, her and Lori. Um, I remember Kathy telling me that she was, we're doing a lot of shout outs here in this, this podcast here, just name dropping. People who aren't members are going to be so confused. Name dropping. Um, but yeah, we, um, we were having a conversation last year and she was saying how she's got friends that are her age and younger at the lake. And, uh, so her and her husband, Brian, they go to the lake like every weekend. Now that it's summer out, she's there usually at least like Friday to Monday sort of thing. And, um, they do a lot of like their own work on it and repairs and this and that. And like, she's helping to lift and move stuff. And, you know, she's fit and strong and healthy enough to do that deadlifting, like, you know, a couple hundred pounds and stuff squatting. I don't know what her squats at, but like, it's super cool to see that, you know, somebody, you know, in their early sixties is doing what she's doing. And I know I'm trying to get my dad's ass back in here. I don't know. You don't even listen to these dad, but you should be, and you should be getting back in here. Because, you know, we definitely want you around for a long time. Lauren so, Dick, that's you. Yeah. Get out. Get out here. Come <laughs> on out. But, uh, so yeah, yeah just, you know, you know, just so to sum up the whole, the whole idea is, yeah, just understand that you have this one body for your whole life. And, and really, when you look at it like that, like, you should understand just what you're willing to sacrifice, you know, whether it's even financially or time-wise, like, it should be a priority. And it's, it's backwards almost to put anything in front of your own body. Because everything that you're doing right now, you could do better if you were healthier, really. Yeah. Right? Healthier people think better. They move better. They're happier. Like, there's nothing that will not be improved if you're chasing excellence in, you know, an active lifestyle. You should live longer. You should have more confidence. You should yep. have more quality of life. Like, I... I uh, just emailed someone that I ran into uh, about a week ago, ran into him and his wife at Kildonan Park, and they were saying how he, uh, Howard isn't isn't canoeing anymore because he just can't put his canoe on top of his vehicle. He's in his 70s as well, and his wife's waiting for back surgery in the next year and a half, and, and her knee's bugging her and this and that. And I'm like, you know what? Like He's like, can you help with this at all? And I said, yeah, I could, we'll get you coming in. We'll get you lifting and moving and doing mobility work. Um, and regaining some of that stuff. I said, you know, you might not be like you're 20 again, but still, like, if we can get you moving better and stronger, that is going to pay off big time for the rest of your life. And if yeah. you can stay consistent with it, and it doesn't have to be a lot. You're not going to be, you know, competing in classes and stuff like that, but um, it's definitely come up, um, you know, with people that are getting older. They, they need some support. They need some... Uh, Accountability, someone to show them what to do, how to do it safely, and how to scale it appropriately for them. So we're we're looking into some different options for that because uh, I think if you can increase someone's quality of life like that um, as they're you know they're up there in age and getting older, that is so rewarding to me. Yeah, and it's hard to really you know put a price on that. Like it's you know at what point do you like oh it's not worth you know increasing my quality of life? Like it's it's yeah. always going to be something that's going to be valuable to you. Pretty yeah. much any point. No, totally agree. So for those of you out there, 
It doesn't matter what age you are. Um, you know, even uh, a buddy of mine that dropped in for class last week, he's like, yeah, I, I really like need to start doing stuff and really need to pay attention to myself. And I, I totally agree with it. Like, you know, you can, if you're 40 right now, if you don't do anything for another 40 years, you're not going to be doing so good. Um, yeah, no, it's now's the time. Yeah. The best the best time to start was yesterday. The next best time yeah. is today. <laughs> yeah. There's I love a, that quote. There's a, there's a Ironman athlete named Lou Hollander. He was like 87 years old. This is years ago when I was doing Ironman events and stuff. And hit one of his quotes that I never forgot was, uh, if you want to be fit and functional at 80, you better damn well pay attention at 40. <laughs> and yeah, no, it's... Dead right. The guy's uh, an astrophysicist and just very, very smart guy, and uh, yeah, very cool to very cool to see. But uh, anything to add, Ben? Nope. I gotta go sit outside and try to get try to get fitter. Speaking about trying to better yourself. Yeah. Awesome. Go sit on a bike for an hour. Cool. Try well, to get fitter. Thanks for coming back in the studio, Ben. We'll see if we could do this again. It's nice to be have my band lifted for a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And if you have any any, I don't know, anyone you want to hear on a podcast or any suggestions for us, we would love to uh, to kind of, you know, get some new and different people on here and, and hit topics that you guys want to hear about. But thanks for listening. And thanks, Ben, for coming out. Thank you, Paul, for inviting me. And we hope you're all a little bit better than yesterday. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast, hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning and Stark CrossFit. If you or someone you know would be a good guest on our podcast, Please reach out to us on social media so we can help share your passion for health and fitness with others. It would be greatly appreciated if you could make the time to head over to the iTunes store and give us a rating. We appreciate your support and feedback and thank you all for listening.